Welcome to your Genius Podcast, the personal and professional development podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners. My mission is to help you accelerate your most valuable asset. This asset is you. I believe you have an inner greatness, a greatness which can be used to inspire your most ambitious lifestyle. That greatness is your genius. And I'm here to help you discover yours. I'm Kia, high performance coach and lifestyle entrepreneur. I've been on a 12 year mission to find out what it takes to achieve lifestyle freedom. And now I'm here to help you do exactly the same. So get ready to dive in and start making more profits, earn back more time, and more importantly, start living that dream life you set out to achieve. So we're live. So welcome to uh, Your Genius Podcast. Well, it, it is going on the podcast if you're watching it on YouTube. We're live now on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube and you're watching this in now, hello. Um, so today I'm joined with David Wilkinson. So David is uh, a mindset, well, he's a, he's a coach for business professionals. Is that right, David? That's correct. Yep. Business professionals. Yep. Awesome. So we brought David on, the, on this uh, program today on the podcast because David has a really great story. And that's what this <laughs> genius podcast is all about. It's all about inspiring growth, opportunity, and freedom into people's lives. So it's about bringing people on and hearing their experience, hearing their inspiring story, what they've been through, and where they're at now. Because inspire other people to maybe do the same or reach for more in the life or just get out of the funk that they're in. So, David, I'll take it over to you. So, could you just give us a little bit of an introduction of who you are? Yeah. Well, thank you very much for that introduction, my friend. And thank you for having me on the on the podcast. Thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just a little bit like what you said there. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently I'm a I'm a coach. Um, I'm living in southern Spain at the minute. Um, running my business online from there. Um, I'm sure no doubt we'll get into how that how that come about. Um, Absolutely. Um, because it's obviously part of it. But yeah, so I, I'm a coach, specifically work with men, male business owners um, and male leaders. And uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's it. Awesome. So let us just go into a little bit of why you got into this specific line of work and why specifically men. Okay, so... Um, coaching that I, I think you know when you've like, I used to be a personal trainer, and you in life I always knew that I was a coach. I, I think it's just something that I felt I always had that that ability to be with people, to work with people. I've got a very good like empathy around other human beings, and I have like good communication skills. So I feel like that always had me being a coach. So I've always felt that, and. After I come out of the fitness industry, which I'm sure we'll go into in a bit later on, the coaching was like, it was just such a natural transition for me, such a natural progression to go into more of this mindset and performance type of coaching to bring kind of the best out of people. But I loved what how this coaching works. You know, you, you'll know this yourself, Kay, where it's kind of like it's all based upon, you know, helping someone create an awareness and insight, helping them extract the actions that they want to take, overcome limiting beliefs and behaviors without telling them what to do. That's quite a nice thing. You know, you have a good conversation with somebody and you ask powerful questions to get them to kind of get to where they want to be. So it's been a very natural transition for me to do this as a, as a career, most definitely. Awesome. I mean, you start off as a personal trainer. I mean, what, how old were you when you started? What year did you go into personal training? When did all this start? 2006 
I, I, I remember I used to go, I was at a new college in Durham, which is, which is obviously England, um, in 2001 till 2003. And I knew then that I wanted to be a personal trainer. I said, I was on, like, because obviously on the last year you talked about what you wanted to do. I was like, I want to be a personal trainer. And I always remember the uh, the college lecture being like, you, you're wasting your talent, you're wasting your time, you should be going to university. And I was like, no, no, I want to be a personal trainer. So I went and basically worked in gyms and then I qualified as a personal trainer in 2006. That time we did an apprenticeship-based personal trainer. So I worked and learned to be a personal trainer. And then that's when I started that game. So a long time ago, so... How old was I? God, I don't know, 21? Well, I was just a spring chicken. Just a young buck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, what 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 got you into personal training specifically? I mean, the thing is like, what, I mean, we'll get, what I'll, I'll explain this further as we kind of go on. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I want this podcast for is to inspire um, a lot of younger people. Like, a lot of younger yeah. people, maybe much like when I was younger, um, I struggled a lot with what I was going to do. I ended up doing a job I hated and all, all this. And I want to inspire younger people, younger generation to realize that they've got more in life. But what was it that turned you or directed you towards personal training? Like why why did you avoid that advice, you shouldn't do this, to go and do personal training? What was it that drew you to that? Yeah, I feel it's definitely aligned to for me like wanting to help people I think that was like such a big driver for me like and obviously that makes sense in my career where it is now you know like just like loving like helping people and I was I was quite fit myself I used to work out myself I was active and I understood like felt the benefits of what it was like from a very young age you know I started training and working out when I was 13 years old you know like actually getting weight and training at home so I knew uh, I always kind of mentally felt that the benefits of being in shape. So I knew what it was like to feel fit. If I could help other people do the same and live a healthy lifestyle, then that was really very important for me. And so that yeah. was kind of like, that kind of led it and having a little bit of a sporting background beforehand, it all just kind of aligned after I did, like I said, sports science it, 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 as a, at new college and the interest level was then becoming more around health nutrition training what the body can do it really kind of fired me up and made me inspired to be like well could i do this as a career could i help people in this way and that kind of led that that journey you know awesome do you think that's something that kind of inspired you to be a coach as well because of you know like I say the body is an asset i say people as an asset i think anybody who's in business or anybody in general that they're the biggest asset that's yes. how I say it. So, you, you know, your physical health, yes. you can never replace that. And, you, and your mental health, you know, your, your mental performance, you are yes. the asset of whatever it is in your life. Yes. Do you think that your personal training kind of sort of switch that a little bit or give you that insight to how important the body is and how important the mind is? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, there's that, there's that line, isn't there? The, you, you, the greatest wealth is health. And it, it literally is like you, you, you're saying the right thing there. How, how can you be the, the best in your world, like the happiest that you can be, the most fulfilled, do all the things you want to do without taking care of yourself, of taking care of that body? And that has always been my principle, even to this day. Right now, as we sit here now, we're not even being a personal trainer anymore. For health, it comes above all else. You know, me taking care of that. I now take care of it in a slightly different way than I used to back then. You know, I was all for training, all for like nutrition. Now I take a lot more on the mind 
element, which we're, which we're talking about, the, um, you know, stress relief and more mindfulness and taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally as much as anything. But health, you know, for me, is not just, not just your physical, how you look. It's all that capacity. And that's something that's always inspired me. And I always take with my clients and, um, you know, now guys that I work with, I'm like, yeah, but we need to take care of your health as a priority. If you want to make more money in your business, we've got to take care of your health. If you want to be happy in your life, we've got to take care of your health. Want to be better in your relationships, we've got to take care of your health. So it's always still there. Yeah, it is. It is uh, I think it's, it's one that, I don't know why, but it seems one of the biggest things that people neglect. And it's it becomes yeah. like, it doesn't matter. I was, there's a Facebook group that I'm in. Um, it's it's like a marketing group. And someone put a post up the other day, and it was, uh, do you, what was it? W- would you sacrifice your health for more profits? And I just thought, everyone's just going to be like, no, no, no cool, I'm going to look after my health. The amount of people in there who were, yeah, yeah, I know sleeping's cheating. And um, if you, you know, this kind of mentality where you should you know, <laughs> I could look after my health later and I can, you know, it make profits now and fix yourself later. I was just like, no, you can't fix yourself later. <laughs> Once no. you're done, you're done. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. I This is the question I ask. Why can't you do both? Exactly. They've already done the studies on it. You, the optimal amount of time we can think for and function for is six hours. That is six hours of productiveness per day in any business. Then we want to start stretching that out 10 hours, 12 hours, as if it's a medal that we can wear at the detriment and sacrifice to everything else. Wasting your time. How about you just do both? How about you put a little bit of time in your health per day and you'll feel like you are more productive? I don't think it needs to be an either or decision. No, exactly. And, and if anything, it empowers the mind, doesn't it? It actually increases the mental capacity and the creativeness and the power of, how, of your output. It just... Mental. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> what a great. <laughs> did you comment on it? Did you say anything? Uh-huh. <laughs> did I, you I, comment? I, I, put like a, I put a post on it, and I just says, "Well, you no, know, my, my my kind of opinion on it." Nobody answered it. I was just doing. Yeah. I mean, it was a big. Like group. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was, must have been the only one who was saying, "Yeah, your health's really important." I'm going, moron, moron. <laughs> money, money. <laughs> making money. Money. Ah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like. You know, you you only get one body, right? You Absolutely. only get one money. You can always make more of. You will gain money, you will lose money, but you only get one body. That's you it. You gotta, to me, you got to put that priority. You got to make that first. So yeah. tell us a bit about your. So you, you were a personal trainer at twenty one. So I'm guessing at twenty one, you've never been really employed. Then have you always been self employed from the age of twenty one? I've been. I was employed by Marriott Leisure for a little bit of time. Um, so Marriott Hotels and Marriott Leisure for a while. So I have. I did work for them for a couple of years. I mean, I started there in 2004, so I was employed for, you know, I was and I was still employed in 2006 as well, and I just started building things on the outside. But my self-employment is tw- is over 12 years that I've been self-employed for. So I've been self-employed a lot longer than I've ever been employed. So what was what what why did you want to go from employment to self-employment? What was that decision that made you do that? <laughs> So you can make more money. <laughs> I still work out though. Still do your push-ups. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I um I started like getting into um you know reading more about uh, like business and self development along that along them lines around about two thousand and seven and eight. You know, I started to really like look at this as like 
oh, this is something, like, there's another way to think here. And uh, there was a lot of books out there talking about, you know, like being, um, you know, go, build your own business, be in charge of your own destiny, this type of thing. And I was like, yeah, and I can probably then, I can charge what I want per hour and I can go out and make the money that I want to make. And so that was just, a, just I didn't even have to think that much about it. I was just like, yeah, I'll just go self-employed and do this myself. And yeah. yeah. And here you are, still self-employed. Still self-employed. Still built in business, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So take us from, so you, you personal training, you were self-employed at 21. When did you open your gym? What was the timeline between you being a personal trainer at 2016 to then opening your gym? Yeah. What happened then? Yeah, so uh, 2006, personal trainer. Then I went away traveling in 2008, went around the world with a few friends traveling. I was away in, in Australia and I got talking to some guy and he offered me a chance to uh, coach some boot camp, some outdoor boot camp, some fitness classes. And I was like, well, this is quite cool, isn't it? So I started doing that like in Cairns. And then when I come back in 2008, I was like, there's something here, you know, this boot camp idea of training people outside. And I know it was just starting to take off in America and a little bit in Britain at that time. And I was like, yeah, I could do something like this. So I started doing boot camps. Uh, running them in multiple locations eventually and i loved that like I, I did it in south shield i did it in durham had a little um thing going off in and sunland and all these different places that was that was what was right really ramping up and what i realized it's like anything is i was like but there's only so far i can take people here because they're doing bodyweight training how can i get them like fitter and stronger there's a limitation here and mm -hmm. i, I want to have something all under the same roof not have all this disjoint where I'm traveling all over and I've got other trainers doing it for me and I'm and I'm kind of ch chasing my tail. It burnt me out, like, you know, the amount of hours I was working. So, you know, that was when they're making the decision to actually bring everything into one facility and open up a small space, you know. So we made the decision 2011. I opened it up with my, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my fiance, um, who you know, Helen Lee. And, and by the time we made that decision, we opened that in January 2012. And she also did the same. She was running her fitness classes and clients and boot camps. And then we kind of brought things in one place. So I'll just take you to that moment of that. You're self-employed. Then mm -hmm. you essentially open a business, aren't you? I mean, you, you're committing big time. Bricks and mortar business, yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's a massive thing. I've done it myself. It's, it's a big commitment, isn't it? What yes. Was what was kind of going through your mind at the time? Did you have any sort of limiting doubts or were you just like, this is just going to happen? What did you feel like? Where, what was your mindset like at the time? I'm strong back on it a little bit. Um, I, I I don't recall that ever having like, like obviously we all have limiting doubts about things, but I never recall it being enough to ever like stop me from moving ahead with something. I felt that empowered and confident that I'd done that well in the gear in the industry prior to that, that I was like, this will just happen anywhere. Right. If I put the effort in, put the work in, I'm going to bring something different to the industry. That was people, you know, boot camps had exploded by that point and facilities were around, but they weren't around. Like what well, I was talking about, you just had your gyms at that point. You didn't have that many training facilities. Right. So what we did was we just started off small. So we didn't start off too big, didn't bite off more than we could chew. I think that was a sensible move, you know, not taking on large overheads, but actually committing to something more long term. So I don't recall there being like a, a, a moment of like, 
oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this, if we should do this. I felt like very compelled. I'd always wanted to open up my own studio, even a year or two before that, which was just getting at the right place. Um, but more of an excitement, and I can't, we can make this work if we do it right. So that was kind of like the mentality at that point. Nice. And how long how long did you run your gym for? And so you opened it, was it 2012? Sorry, you opened it. January 2012. And then we ran it till the uh, December 2016. And we grew it, obviously, in that time as well in terms of size and numbers and income as well, you know. Nice. So what was the process? What was – could you say though the biggest mistake – I wouldn't say the biggest mistakes. What kind of things do you think, well, I've done that a little bit differently than <laughs> I first went into it? You know, the, the oh, cliche, like, I'll tell you all my mistakes so you don't have to. But I think I'll it's just really business. It's understanding that these things happen. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant! This I, I'll share all my mistakes, mate. So basically, if I could rerun the clock, would I've done it? Would I do the same again? No, I wouldn't do the same again. I probably wouldn't. Open up, I wouldn't have opened up a facility. I wouldn't have done it. I feel like there was a part. There was becomes a part where you're like, I'm doing really well here, and I want to scale up. And I think there's this this sense of like, bigger is better, more is better. This mentality certainly mm. being like in my mid twenties, thinking, yeah. You know, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to create this, and I'm going to make six figures, and I'm going to be all this, right? And I'm not knocking anybody that has that mentality. And and we actually did that. We made that within our business. But I tell you what, it was not worth it. The the sacrifice to go through that was just not worth the pain because I was we were in this mentality of like, right, we're going to scale this up, and then we're going to like step out of it, and we're going to have people running it for us, and we're going to be taking the money doesn't didn't work like that you know you have you had the the headache of staff which was hard work we had some great guys but it's still difficult to manage you've got clients coming and going you just feel like you're a marketer and salesperson no longer interested in coaching people which is what i, I liked anyway uh felt more detached from the gym then i hated it i started to hate the business model it started to affect our mine and my fiance's relationship it broke down we, we we split up for a time as we also tried to run the business i was completely in a place of i'm trying to get here and be bigger and better and prove to everybody that i can do this but i should have been just playing it like i don't know just building it sensibly building it smoothly growing it organically and naturally instead of trying it all and i was always reinvesting every penny back in which meant that i was going into personal debt struggling to pay bills at home and it's just cascaded this thing of like i can't get out of it do you find you're doing it more for like a, a type of <clears throat> excuse me do you find you're doing it more for like a status yes. to help people senior rather than yes. actual long-term growth yes ego ego 100 percent Doing it so people could, yeah. I'm, I don't mind admitting it. Yeah, I was doing it so people could say, like, yeah, like I, I felt like, oh, I'm successful. I'm a somebody. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. I'm a somebody. That's what you want the world to see you as. Yeah. But, yeah, but that wasn't helping me. wasn't serving me. wasn't serving anything in life. So, what do you and, think you learned from it? the biggest thing you learned from from your like le maybe learn about yourself? What What's the biggest thing you learned from yourself through that experience? <sighs> I think number one, I think know why, know why you want to do something for, not just why, like, oh, it makes more money in that, but why, why do you want to do it for? There's a big question that I now work with clients and it's like, 
like why do you want that what will it bring to you what do you even want from that like i was so that is number one like check in with your why number two don't chase arbitrary things like money all the time i was just chasing six figures six figures six figures six figures six figures i remember specifically when our accountant said you've made uh he said we made 130 grand this year and i ne I'd never felt i'd have felt nothing i didn't feel proud i didn't feel successful i was like means nothing because i don't have anything to show for it. i thought it would make me happy it didn't make me happy at all it actually felt worse so i because you chase something for so long and sacrifice so much so don't chase things that are arbitrary like that over, over purpose and passion not saying that you should make money making money an enabler but that's definitely that's checking with you why avoid like avoid chasing arbitrary things and i think sometimes like bigger is not always better like it's you, it's okay to be just you in your business. It's okay for you to do what you love to do within your business. You don't have to scale. You don't have to grow. That you don't you don't have to be those things. That I, I was reading books telling me like you need to grow. You need to scale. You need to be uh, the entrepreneur. You need to outsource yourself. But you don't. I think a lot of people miss that, don't they? Because they kind of they think they have to do and, and I, I did as well i was the same i was i thought i had to do this this and this and you always kind of look into the next big thing exactly what you were saying before you're always looking for that next big thing that next big thing but you forget the person i mean yeah. to me i forgot the person i forgot who i was yeah because pretty much like you were chasing something for me it was yeah. more about the lifestyle um i was trying to chase a lifestyle which i couldn't create from, from my business model, I just couldn't couldn't create that. I mean, what was your lifestyle like then? How would you describe your lifestyle then? Broke. <laughs> broke. broke. <laughs> Mentally, physically, financially broke. Yeah. And 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 chaotic and um empty. Empty. That is very common. That's so common in so many people with businesses. It's that emptiness and hollowness and uh what is it's tim ferris calls it the living dead it's really four hour work we've and we yeah, call right it the living dead we sit next to this guy in an airplane and this guy has everything he's got all the money and he, and he just he says i've just got nothing mm -hmm. you know he's making millions of dollars and while he's sitting in the plane he's making millions of dollars yet he has nothing nah it's crazy isn't it crazy yes it is but yeah. You know, I think that's why it's good likes of yourself. You're getting a different message out. Mm -hmm. you know, and this is one of the reasons I really wanted to bring you on here because you're getting a different message out. It's not about, yeah, let's draw profits and, you know, screw your health, screw your sleep. Just get as much money as you can in and then, you know, everything will take care of itself later on. <laughs> well, you know, I've learned that the hard way, right? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because, I mean, I hope you don't mind us mentioning this because you did have, you did go through, because I think you've wrote a, a blog post on, haven't you? About the difficulty that you had in your relationship. Yes, I've already put it out there, yeah. And you did mention it just before in the video, but do you mind, like, no, I don't mind the, the time between the two of you? Because you're quite, you're quite close, aren't you? You're very close as a, as, I mean, you had business together. You yeah. had that business together. Yeah. We are, we are very close, you know, and, and um, I was, I'm not, like, the only, the only one to blame in that, like, you know, like, there's always two sides to every story, but I, I was very neglectful very neglectful never present you know neglecting time always neglecting our life being like no no that money needs to go back in the business we can't pay for that right now we, we can't have a new couch we can't put paint on the telly we can't go away for a weekend can't 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 
until we've got here, until we've done this. That's no way to live life. That's yeah. no way to treat the other person. And I was in a in a place of like, yeah, like, yeah, neglect. Because and I also think about that now, and I like neglected myself in that, you know, and neglected my own well being in that, you know, like so stressed. And when you're in that place, you're just not present. I wasn't present, and I wasn't planning for our future together. Uh, um, I love her, you know. I'm I, like that's why I'm still with her. But I wasn't planning the future. It's neglecting it. It's like getting married, buying a home, having kids, doing the those things together, or living somewhere else, depending on what it is that you want in your life. I wasn't planning for it. Not because I didn't care, but I was so distracted. So how is it now then? So we think back to how that was. I mean, I, I can feel your pain. I really can because of... Yeah, because you, you know, know it's parallel, right? Absolutely. It's where you're at now. Like, what is that? What is the difference now between back then and now? How is that life looking? For me and for me and my relationship? Both everything, just your life in general. Like, what does that look like now? It's, uh, it's transformed. I just kind of, like, I just... And I do journal about this at times, and I'm just like, I'm in a completely different world. Like myself as a person i uh like it, it all starts from within right key you know that and, like it all starts the transformation comes from within and you know that wasn't a sole process either but like ah uh, yeah just like it's hard to put into words but i'm i'm free I, i'm i'm happy like i'm fulfilled like i'm happy now like i'm not waiting to be happy tomorrow when i've made x i'm happy now i've got a great life of freedom like I look forward to like loving, planning things. Like everything is like I've never been in such a good place in my life than I have been in this moment as we sit on this call. Nice. So what's what does the work? What does the business look like now? So we've had the facility. We've had that. You know, you've got to open the doors at six o'clock in the morning. You have to lock the doors at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> seven days it's, a week. <laughs> it's all there. What does yeah. that look like now? Like, what is the difference between what you're doing then and what you're doing now? So, I mean, I guess, number one, I work on my own terms. Like, I know it sounds mad because you can open the business and your gym doors whenever you want to, really. But we, we know what, fine well that we, we have to be there in the morning, we have to be there in the night. Now I work on my own terms, and my life is like I'm not rushing around anymore. I'm very slow. I'm very, like, like I was always the type of guy, right, that was like, Bam, 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 fast pace. <laughs> Not like that as much now. I'm very like calm, relaxed. I just enjoy. I, I look like doing the work that I do. I love the guys that I coach. I've got like you know, 10, 11 clients, and and I'm just coach them on a weekly or fortnightly basis. I do about four hours per day, four days per week. I take Fridays off, Saturday, Sundays off. I don't start coaching anybody till at least 10, 11 a.m. here. You know, sometimes I'll finish by three, or sometimes I have to do a little later. That's fine if the for the time zone stuff. Um, that's it. I've got my business model three lines long. So you're essentially you, you're literally making a business work with your lifestyle. That is it, isn't? It? You're like this is the lifestyle I want. Uh huh. This is a business I'm going to create around this lifestyle. Yeah. Well, I, you said it before, right? Now, is that the same thing? I wanted a business of freedom and my own choice, right? So I want this life. 
So then I decided to open up a training facility with a bricks and mortar business, which is going to chain you down. What are you talking about? That's the dumbest thing ever, right? So I was like, no, oh, this is, I want, I always wanted that life of freedom, but it wasn't a life of sitting on the beach, sipping cocktails on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. It was like free, like my own terms, doing what I want, working from anywhere and still being passionate and driven to, to create a success or something because I still am. I always doing that. But you, you, you do something where you like open a business that you can't create freedom within. And you just, you never, this is what I mean. If you stop to ask yourself why and what you really want, does mm -hmm. what you're doing is going to align? Is it going to even enable that to happen? Not, uh, yeah, yeah, I can open this business and then I can outsource myself and have 10 trainers and get myself around. No, you don't do that. Do something that does create freedom now or gets you there sooner. So what would you say if, if someone was listening to this now and they were thinking about getting into the business or you just actually said something great there about putting that around the lifestyle? What would like, I think when people think of business and this is the message that I'm trying to get across now, it's like the world is different now. You know, it's not like when we opened our gyms, when I opened mine, I put like 30 grand down to mm -hmm. just to open the doors and have some flipping equipment in there. It was ridiculous. Mad. It was ridiculous. You, know, you needed this kind of capital. These days you can start a business up in your bedroom. You know, you've got a laptop, you've got a Wi-Fi connection, you're done. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give someone? Like, well, how could you say, if someone's wanting that type of freedom, what kind of advice could you give them? What would you say to someone? Being in both ends, being in that business structure mm -hmm. in terms of the building and being in a flexible freedom style, how would you put it across to what you do? If you're trying yeah. to get someone to explore their passions. Yeah, so... What I was, and you're right. I would always ask them what what is what is the life they want to create for themselves. What is the experience they want to create? So I got I got this exercise from a great coach called Rich Litvin, and it's called the Holy Shit Three Year Exercise. Right. So what you do is is you sit down with somebody. So let's say I was sitting down with you, and I'd say, right, Kia, I want you to imagine we're three years in the future from this moment now, and I want you to call me up. We're having a phone call, and you call me up, and I want you to go, Holy Shit, Dave. Listen to what I'm doing in my life right now. This is what I'm doing with myself. This is where I live. This is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm creating. This is my schedule. This is all the things that make me happy. And then that you, so you create this like, like if this is experience of your world of what you're doing. And then you draw it all the way back into the future pace of like, that's what I'm creating. So what aligns to that? There is no point creating like a business that's not going to get you there or, you know, price structure in your business that's not going to get there or ch choosing things that are not aligned to that because you you don't have time like i always thought like you you, you think to yourself you've got years but you might not have that time so mm -hmm. if you're going to do it just choose for what you want to create what you want to experience in your life and your business is only there to enable that to happen it's not business build a business and then try to have a life around that and what you can experience it's create the latter the create the experience and then the business to enable it to happen hi this is Kate just jumping in here uh, i'm just here to tell you something new and exciting but first let me ask you something do you want to create a freedom focused business do you want to live a more purposeful driven life but are you unsure how to do any of this then let me tell you about my entrepreneurship expansion program. This is a 60-minute online course which I've created to help you design a freedom-focused business and identify what it is you really want from life. Here's the thing. Most people think it's an intelligence game or a skills or an experience thing, but this is nonsense. 
everything you need, you already have. But most people are paralyzed with self-limiting beliefs and fear of failing, which is why this course is also going to help you develop the confidence and resilience to be a true leader of your life and your business. You'll uncover your true superpower and start having some fun. You're also going to get free access for a limited time only to my Facebook support group. This will change to a paid subscription, but for anyone who gets in now, you're going to have free access for life. Just click the link in the show notes and you'll be taken straight to the page. Thanks for listening in and enjoy the rest of the show. Nice. I love that. That is a really nice way of putting it. It's just, again, it's that perception, isn't it? It's like people think, I'm going to have to sacrifice my life. And how you just described it there is absolutely spot on. Look, just what life do you want to live? What kind of lifestyle do you want to live? And then just create something around it. Yes. And essentially what you've done. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Why Spain? <laughs> you guys up to Spain yeah Don't so we uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so, so we uh, we we had the dream of doing this in 2012 you know that was we came out here in the summer of 2012 and and had six weeks out here and like you know because we always wanted that as a couple freedom we, that was one of our biggest values together that we shared travel freedom uh, working from anywhere and, you know, we'd been together two years before that and always dreamed of it. So we come and sampled that a little bit in Spain. We'll work here for a summer. Let's see what it's like. You know, 2012 is not that long ago, but very different than what we have now. Mm. The connections and the way the networks and social media platforms, it's totally different. So, But but we just opened the bricks and mortar business, hadn't we? So we were tied into that. So we were stuck. So we actually said, like, oh, we'll come back and we'll build the business and we'll think about that in the, in the near future. So nothing happened for years. And we come out here now and again for holiday. We even chose to get married out here. There was so much stuff. And, uh, and, and then we last year, because of, of the lockdown, obviously all business just went online. I mean, most of my coaching clients were online anyway for geography reasons. But, you know, mm-hmm. some of them had seen it face-to-face. But anything everything went online i just like right i'm gonna knuckle down i'm gonna build this business out and just get it so i'm like got enough money to do what i want so i just nailed in but then you know you're sitting there and you're coaching clients from your office at home and you're like i could do this anywhere right so we went away in the summer we went away and we went to bath for the week we took a couple of weeks off a week at home went to bath for the week and just some clear down time and then we're traveling to the lakes over the weekend and on the way back from the lakes because we've been talking about moving. Would you like to move? We've been looking at other places. Let's think about Newcastle. Let's think about Gosford. Trying to create this lifestyle. We're looking for places with outdoor balconies, outdoor spaces, all these things, right? And we just driving back and I said, how about we just go to Spain? And she went, yeah, let's do it. Nice. And four weeks we were gone. Four weeks? Four weeks. For how long have uh, We've been here five months. Any regrets? Nope. Guess I'm not. <laughs> Nope, none, nothing at all. Don't regret a single step of that. That's it. That's the thing, though, isn't it? It's like everything you're saying now is just you've got this freedom. Your business is literally in your hands. You can carry it anywhere you want. Yeah. You can carry it anywhere you want. You can do anything you want with it. Yeah. Any place, at any time. Yeah. Just so there's just so much opportunity for people these days. There really is. There is. There is. this is a big message that I'm trying to get a, get through and get across with what I'm doing. It's just the opportunity is there for everybody. Yes. 
opportunities there. And because I asked you at the very beginning about your, your um, employment status, I was interested in why you done that because for me it was like I felt tied. Like I felt tied in employment. It was horrible. I just I hated okay. the employment. I felt tied to the hours and I wanted that freedom. For me, it was time freedom. It's all I ever wanted was just freedom. Yes. Time. yes. Makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I like, yeah, totally. I mean, but that we but that's what maybe it's important to do is like reflect on like why why you want something for because we're not all the same. Why do you want to be self-employed? Why do you want your business to be able to run online? Why do you want some people want a bricks and mortar business? Or do you know what I mean? Like people, I don't think ever stop to really self-analyze the deeper questions mm -hmm. about what they want and what they want to create and how, how the things that they're doing are going to get them there. You know, like, like I've said there, I, well, I want this in 2012. And I was doing the complete opposite thing. I mean, how mad's that? And I'm and I'm I'm a fairly intuitive guy, and I'm I, I'm I well read and I'm well read, and I thought I knew myself. <laughs> I want freedom, but I'm tying myself further down. Yeah. And you you don't realize it, and then you're like, damn, what am I doing? And I think that's it, isn't it? You either go one way, you either go on, you, you earn all the money in the world, but you begin, you become hollow, mm -hmm. it's absolutely crash and burn. Yeah. You know, it goes one way or the other, doesn't it? And yeah. you know, having that purpose in the middle and being happy, and then you know, again, if money is for you, and you think I want the Lamborghini and I want the thing, awesome. If Whatever. that's happy, and that's what you want in life, mm -hmm. happy for it. It gives yeah. you purpose. Yeah, and 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 like I said, I'm not against people who who want to make more money. Like I've said, like I put that post out. Most of my clients make more money than me. I I actually make more money now than I've ever made. So I'm doing better and it's always getting going up. That's not my sole purpose in life. That's just the next, that's a reflection of the value that I'm putting out to the world. But I yeah. work with people who make more money than me and they're still searching for happiness and deeper purpose in life. It's not just about money anymore. Yeah. You know, people who've made millions and it doesn't bring what they're looking for. And that's what you find, isn't it? Like if you look at all the big, successful entrepreneurs of all time they all give they all have that deeper purpose it's not about the money you know warren buffett for example he he lives in the same house he bought in 19 was it the 1950s i think he bought his house wow he doesn't Amazing. do the guy's worth 82 billion pounds <laughs> yet he keeps investing because he he, he likes the game of investing yeah he likes that game. Game. Yes. He's one of the biggest philanthropists in the world. He gives so much money away. He's like the, the Gateses. The Gateses give millions and millions of pounds away because it's not about the money. It's mm -hmm. about the game of what they're the building. They're building something yeah. about that game. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, they live a nice life. But then they give so much yeah. away. They want to give back to the to the world. Yeah, it's amazing, really, isn't it? And, that, and that's really inspiring, you know, to think about those guys and what they do. And I But I also think what's inspiring is, is like, is for most of us, we're never going to get to that level. And that's okay. Like, we don't have to be at that level. Like, most of us, we can be at the level that we desire. And unfortunately, we, we, we're thrust in social media and books to be like, this is the high level and you should be playing at this game. But that might not be the right one for you. You just, you find what, what you want. And I, there's like, there's like four, four Fs that I like. And it's like fulfillment, freedom, fun, and financial reward. Like, they need to be like assessed. Like, are you getting those? Because you know you could be getting the financial rewards, but it's not fun and you're not fulfilled. Or 
you're having all the fun and fulfillment in the world, but you're not getting the rewards the financially. You know, you've, there's got to be a balance between these four things. And I quite like that as like how much fulfillment is it bringing to you? How much financial reward, uh, fun and freedom? And where's your level? Like, I'm like, Helena asked me um, a couple of weeks ago, what would you do? What would you do? You know, what, what would you do if you could? Where would you live? What would you do? And I said, I'm doing it right now. This is my dream life. I am living that life. Like I have got what I want. I am living where I want to live, doing what I want to live. Might it be forever this? Might I want something else? It might not be forever. I might want something else. But right now, I'm doing exactly what I want. And I'm still striving to be to improve or develop myself or be better as a coach. So you don't not want things, you know what I mean, just because you reach this as well. But people miss the fact that you change and you develop as you go, don't you? If you're here and you think, well, I want to be over there and I want to earn loads of millions and millions of pounds, you miss the journey. You're missing that kind of the growth period of growth, which is actually the enjoyable part. And what you're saying is, yeah, like, I've got everything I need. But then five years' time, I think, do you know what is? I really want to buy Ferrari because I've never had one and I fancy buying one. So, do you know what I'm going to, I'm going to focus on getting some money now because, yeah. or more money because that's what I want. Uh huh. Or kids may come into it and you might think, mm -hmm. oh, my life, my priorities change because the kids are here now. And yes. just, everything changes, doesn't it? I think people miss the fact that you're always going to develop. And as long as you're kind of enjoying the process of what you're doing, mm -hmm. everything will just fall into place. Well, that's the truest statement ever, isn't it? Just enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the journey. You know, like, you know, I don't know. I I started doing some martial arts jujitsu about six months ago, and I, and I, and it's very it's very easy to find the parallels between doing that and life and business. And what you recognise is that there is no end game. Like you can look at somebody that's a black belt that's ten years in the making to get to that level. Ten years, they can't start the jujitsu journey and go. All I want to be is a black belt. It's like the equivalent of making like ten million pounds. Like there's only very small percentage ever making it. If you start at day one and think that's all you ever want, you're going to miss the journey of loving learning, the experiences you get, leveling up as a person, what it brings to your life as you go through that journey, and you keep going through the evolving. You know, by do it, by just being on that journey. And before you know it, you will go up the levels, you will go up the belts, and you will be at a black belt. And guess what happens when you're at a black belt? The learning all starts again because it's a to totally different way to see. And there is no end. So when you speak to people at that level, like there is no end. There's no stop learning. And this is the same in life, right? Absolutely. I think Tim Ferriss says that quite well in his book as well about it's, you know, people think they need millions of pounds to have the lifestyle. In actual fact, you don't need millions of pounds to have the lifestyle. You know, no. to get the lifestyle you want doesn't actually take that much money. No. And then no. after a certain thing, it's just say the wasted if you're not developing it and investing it into other things. Yes. So chase something that might never ever make you happy. Yes, absolutely. So we've got we'll ask you a question now about one of the things that I want to do that I'm doing is developing I want to help the youth. I said this at the very beginning. I want to develop and help the youth. I want to help, I want people who I want people who maybe just finishing school or the kind of an eighteen year old. And I'm, I mean, how did you feel at the eighteen year old? Were you, you were you confused? Were you did you know what to do? Yeah, I just I, I went to college, didn't I? So that's what I. No, hold on. I finished college. I went to college at sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. 
I finished college. So yeah, so actually, yes, I knew I wanted to be a personal trainer or, or at least a gym instructor. So, but just you know, I'm about eighteen. You don't, you don't like, you don't know that much about it. You just know the next thing, or or you might not even know the next thing for yourself. For me, I think I think there's too much pressure on exams and things. I mean, obviously, I'm not getting into that in this, but I do think there's a lot of pressure on kids to get the best out of their exams and. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I think that, that a lot of it the, the Mr. Personal Development and um, yeah, maybe yeah. building confidence and building resourcefulness and these type of things. But what what advice would you give to somebody who was eighteen year old? So there's an eighteen year old listening to this now, and he's obviously he's heard he's just listened, listened to your journey. He's heard about the the big thing in the middle, which was very stressful, and now what the life that you've got. What advice would you give to an eighteen year old? Well, it might be quite like simple advice, but I would say, like, just start reading, just start reading, start listening to podcasts and reading books and watching videos of things that are just outside of the the normal constraints of your education and what you've learned. You know, be interested in learning about self development, life. Just start with something easy and listen to these people who have. I mean, there's so many resources out there now and i think that's that can start that that's either going to prick your interest in like there's more to the world than just how i see it there's more in the world than just the way i've been taught it as well there's actually a lot going on outside there the first book that i was ever given i was about this was the secret i was given that book right um and the first guy that ever got me into reading and i'd have been about 1920 i think about that that age um, you know, and I only sp- I spoke to him for the first time in about six years last week, and he's and he's always been through that like a bit like a bit of a mentor, like an older guy, like financial advisor, well to do. I met him through the gym, and you know he kind of helped me with like some financial decisions and situations. And he was the first person to give me the first book that I ever read. No, was and the what- do you know, yeah, and then I read another book after that, which I can't remember what it's called. Do you know what he used to do to me? This is what he used to do. He'd say, I'll give you this book, but I want it back in two weeks' time. So you have two weeks to read the book. Awesome. Did you read it? Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah, I read them all. I read whatever he gave me. And then then I started doing it myself, start buying books. That was what I did. And I, I, then I was like just engaged in, in the, that process of learning. But before that, I always felt like I was like, wanted a little more from life. I always felt I was that way. But reading stuff, I think that starts accelerating something in here to think Mm. differently. Well, I was making decisions about going self-employed at 21, 22, building business, like going out on my own because I was reading these books. You don't get that by... Unless you've got great, like, I know I have a loving family, but, you, you know, unless they've got that in them themselves... Where do you get that from? Nice. Well, we don't always have that to there. Absolutely. I'm, I'm such a, an advocate for reading. I'm proper geek. And <laughs> I, think, I think I think that's proper awesome advice for anybody, you know, 18 year old, just start reading and exploring the world, isn't it? I mean, you know, read, read. Read books. Read yes. books. And, and 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 use things like what you've got here, these resources, podcasts, like listen to this podcast, other podcasts, just watch learn like sometimes turn off netflix and turn off the tv and sometimes sit and absorb good stuff start your own podcast start your own youtube channel 
Well, there you go. It's all there, isn't it? It's all available now. Beautiful. Uh, well, I, I did a, a, a video the other day, and I was saying about opportunities and saying, you know, you can create your own radio station. You know, literally, wow. you create a radio station now for free. Man, your own TV is... For free. You know, wow. Years ago, you'd have to, like, you'd have to beg somebody probably for months and months on end and hound them and hound them and hound them just to get on the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hell with that. Yeah, I'll do me own. <laughs> so, what advice? This I know you kind of you you touched on this before, um, but what advice do you think ten years from now David would give you now? Oh. <laughs> it's a good one, isn't it? Oh, that's phenomenal. That. What advice would I give? Would ten years from now give myself? Be patient. Practice patience. That's what it's. That's what it's going to give me, and it's and it's something that's already been on my radar, turned on my radar. I mean, I've always, you know, you heard that phrase, practicing patience, haven't you? It's a really valuable one, but I don't think people listen to it. And at the beginning of the year, I really start to think about it more, like being more patient, like being in, like slowed down a bit. You're not trying to get somewhere in life. You know what I mean? Like you're just in your life, and be patient as life will work its way out for you, the way it's going to anywhere. You, yes, you're making decisions and choices, but it's going to go. And I would say that is like the advice that he would give, like just be more patient, be more patient with yourself. Like, you know, I mean that like, like being less like, like pressured on me. Like I've got to be better. I've got to do more. I've got to be in better shape, more patient with myself, more patience in life, more patience with other people and more patience with where I'm going. Very stoic. Like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, well, I love I love stoicism. I mean, I I read that every single day. It um, did. So two of my clients got that book. They love it. They love it, that book. It's amazing. I should get it. It's it's amazing. It's literally like a chapter a day. So I just sit in the morning and I read a chapter. Uh, sorry, like a, a page a day. Right. Um, is it Ryan Holiday? Ryan Holiday. Yeah. Um, and it's it is. It's just it. It's like you read it and you go, yeah. Okay. But the more you read it, the more you sort of absorb it. And it is yeah. very much about sort of like patience and, you know, mastering yourself. And I think, you know, giving anybody advice and patience is just so powerful because we're always in a rush, aren't we? I want to do this. I want to I be here. I want to be there. And it's just like. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But, but I, I'll, I'll live so, so many years like that, Key, you know, like just like a frantic lunatic. Always. You know what I always be was like, I'm in action. So I'm in action. So that's good. Like I'm always moving forward. Strive, strive, strive. So loads of it was like bad action, like stressful, like anxiety-based behavior. I'd find overwhelm. And and that is the biggest factor that I'm having to work on right now is just like slowing down and being more patient, being more present. That is a work in progress, my friend. So ask me in 10 years' time how I'm getting on with that. <laughs> I'm working hard at it. Isn't it. You enjoy it, though. I mean, do you, you enjoy practicing it? You feel better I love it. I love it, and I and I and I have to remind myself every day to practice it. And I and I, you know, I've, I am in the perfect place to be to be in Spain to practice that, which is another reason to be here to slow down in life and be healthy and have a healthier lifestyle, less of the rat race and the stress that goes with the 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 way we've been in in the UK. You know, I'm not saying everybody's like that, but certainly I was like that there. And so it's a, I, I'm absolutely on the journey of mastering myself as a human being, mastering the way I act, live, and part of that is, act, is mastering being a coach as well. Nice. 
So I've got one final question for you, Daryl. I think okay. we've covered this in loads of different angles anyway, but I'm going to give you ask you directly because this podcast is about inspiring opportunity, freedom, and growth. Okay. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom means to me, right now in my life, to live life on my own terms, to make my own decisions and choices, and being, yeah, that is, right now, that is what that means to me, to be, to make my own decisions and choices and live life on my own terms. That is freedom. Awesome. I love it because it, one of the things I say is just freedom is different. You said at the beginning of this, actually, freedom is different for everybody. Not yeah. everybody has, has a different form of freedom. Um, nice. Love yeah. Cool. Well, um, I really appreciate you coming on today. How can people get in touch with you? Want to find out more about you? Um, so on so social media, I'm on LinkedIn as David Wilkinson on LinkedIn. If anybody on here, Instagram David Wilkinson Coach. They're the two platforms that I use. Um, so find me on there. And website is davidwilkinsonperformance.com. And there's, there's blogs on there. And, and obviously on the social channels, I'll share videos and other bits of content that people might find useful. So, yeah. Awesome. And can you just give us a brief of who you work with? So if anybody's listening to this, they think, oh, yeah, that sounds who Axel I could work with. What kind of people do you work with? Yeah, so I, t I tend to work with, obviously, men, like we've mentioned. I work with usually male business owners um, or male leaders. So they want to lead in some form of capacity. Um, generally, they're... Their goals doesn't matter. Their age doesn't matter. Um, that's insignificant. It's more of a case of maybe they're challenged around clarity and purpose. They're not feeling like they're doing what they want to do. They're not as fulfilled. Um, or maybe they're out of balance within their life. Maybe they're making good money and have a good lifestyle, but they're not healthy mentally, physically, or emotionally. Their relationships are on the rocks, and they're just not feeling fulfilled. I generally come in and work with them across all those sectors. And I do, and I do say this, and this is probably the truest thing. People that work with me, I, I will put you into the biggest commitment of your life at that time. And, and if you are interested, then I'm going to make you commit everything to yourself and to your own growth. And it's called the biggest commitment of your life. So, Because that's, that's where transformation comes from. It does, and it's not for everybody, is it? It is not for everybody. It is not. No, and that's a great thing, you know, because we're not always for everybody. But if somebody wants to develop and there's another coach or support out there that they would work for them, then that's perfect. It's all about getting the right thing. But it's all about, for, for the, this game, which you well know, here, it's about a relationship and you're forming a personal trust and relationship with somebody that's that's helping you. And that it works by, you know, I see the things you know, that they don't see their blind spots. And I tell them the things that the truth that nobody else will say to them in their life. And that yeah. might not always be great and comfortable at the time, but it's sometimes what they need to help them move forward. You know, that's it. You, you've got to be ready for that. Don't you? you? You've got to be ready. I think you've just literally just said there, you do got to be ready. You, you know, this yeah. is, a commitment. this is yeah. not a, yeah, let's do 12 weeks of a little bit of coaching and you'll feel fantastic at the end. Nah, don't sell the quick fix. Yeah, it's, we're going to change your life. Yeah, well, that that's what it's called. I, I, it's about it. I, I call it transforming people's worlds. You know, it's not about small term change. It's not about quick habit changes. That does not interest me. I learned all that in the fitness game. Here, I didn't enjoy it. It didn't help, and I don't think it creates long term change. Mm -hmm. I want people to literally transform their entire world, the way they live, the way they look at the world, the way that they start showing up in the world, so they're completely in. in 
in a different space of their life, and that that does require commitment, and that and that's what it's about. But here's the what thing people don't realize is, yes, you're going to commit as the client, and you're going to commit the best, but I've got to commit to you. It takes me two to three hours a day on a morning to get my head, mind, and everything ready so I can work with the person and people that I'm going to work that day. That's the things that people don't see, the meditation, the journal, the working out, getting my mind right where I see the world. That's what takes time. So people have to understand is when you're committing to work with somebody, I'm also investing in back into you that way. And I think that they, they kind of got to realize it's a two-way commitment this way. So don't show up unless you're ready to chip transform right awesome love this thank you david um really appreciate your time darling it's not going to get so much value from this podcast so awesome yeah. thank you very thank much. you very much for having me on me i really appreciate it hope it's helpful for you so thanks for listening today i really do appreciate it if you'd like more daily insights you can follow me on instagram facebook or twitter the links are in the show notes if you want to jump on my weekly emails you can for again, follow another link in the show notes and subscribe to my emails. But if you really want to step it up and you want to work with me directly, all you need to do is just follow the link in the show notes and I'll jump on a free strategy call with you. So thank you for being here. And just remember this, everything that's happened so far in your life has been perfect. Now it's time to use these experiences and unleash your genius.